Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. How do you actually make sure that your sales funnel is converting your leads to paying customers? Now, I'm going to dive in deep on this topic in today's episode because I keep seeing people struggling over and over again to, number one, either get the right leads or to get those leads converted into paying clients and everything in between. So today we're going to dive in with five specific things that I believe your funnels must have in order to consistently convert those leads into paying clients, no matter where you are in your business journey. So when I first started in the online space, I'll be, I'll be perfectly frank. When I was in corporate, we didn't really have to do a lot of funnel stuff because we had a sales pipeline. A lot of it was uh, done proactively instead of reactively, meaning that we would go out and make those opportunities. We were rainmakers in the business. So there's a lot of business development opportunities that we actively chased after and made and created in order to fill our sales pipeline. Now in the online space, there's been some of that, but a lot of it has been more uh, an opportunity to allow people to put up their hand to say, yes, I'm interested in what you have, and that they have self-identified as potential customers and leads for my business such that I can nurture them, build a relationship with them, and identify whether or not they actually should be in one of my paid programs or services. So here's what I want you to understand from the very beginning of when I started implementing a sales funnel, because I didn't always have one, at least not from a traditional sense, you still always have a sales funnel because whatever it is that you're putting out there, whether it's your free content on social media or interactions that you're having with other people in uh, groups, networking groups, uh, social media groups, wherever it is that you're interacting with folks, you're giving something that's of free value. So you're still in essence having an informal sales funnel. So for the purposes of what we're gonna discuss today, this is specific around a more traditional type of online sales funnel, meaning that you have somebody who's opted in for either a free or paid offer on the front end, and you are looking to convert them into a paying client on the back end, right? So it could be a smaller paid offer, but for the most part, it's probably going to be a free offer, a lead magnet, an opt-in, a freemium, uh, something that you're giving away for free, okay? Free value upfront. Now, the five things that I want you to keep in mind in order to make sure that you can consistently convert those leads into paying clients, regardless of how much you're charging on the back end, they need to have these five things. Number one is you need to be specific. Now, I've talked about this before, that if you speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. And it is nowhere more true than in your sales funnel because 
you don't have the ability to actually speak to people. You're using your copy, your language, your uh, digital storefront as the means and the mechanism that people become attracted to you. If you try to talk to everybody, guess what's going to happen? Nobody is going to know that you're actually speaking to them. So you must be as specific as possible. And I've had clients ask me, is it possible to be too niche? And for me, the answer is no. Just like a bullseye, the more targeted you are, the easier it will be for you to hit bang on, on the nose, exactly where the target needs to go. And then as you get better and better, you can you know, start to expand the circle outward from there. But if you do it the other way around, it's really difficult for you to become known as the go-to expert in the area that you want to be marketable in. As a result, the more niche that you can be, the faster you're actually going to see traction and growth. So number one, be specific. Number two, I want you to pick a big pain point. Big pain equals big payments. I'm going to say that again, big pain equals big payments. Now, I'm not talking about something where, you know, you have to make up something. I'm talking about these are things that your people, again, if you're specific, your people are already struggling with. If it is a major pain point for them and it is something that they're looking to get solved right away, it is immediately going to speak to your ideal clients and it is going to capture their attention. If you pick something that is just meh, kind of blah, and it's really not interesting or irresistible to your specific niche, it's not going to hit the mark. And it doesn't matter how beautifully it's designed. It simply is not going to do what it needs to do, which is to attract people in order to get them to identify that I have this problem that you solve, my friend, and that is directly related to something that I can pay you for, which is point number three. I need you to make sure that what you offer on the front end, that free offer, that freebie or freemium, whatever is that free gift, because it's related to a big pain point, that it is directly now related to your backend offer or what you are actually going to charge for. Too often what I see is that there's an incongruence or a dissonance. The two are not the same. They're not even related. They're not even in the same ballpark. And as a result, your people are going to be very confused if they've opted in for one thing and then all of a sudden it feels like, wait, what's happening? that I don't understand. Because as our good friend Donald Miller likes to say, when you confuse, you lose. And I've said multiple times before on the show, that when you confuse people, they don't even give you the time of day, they just leave. They just leave. Because they don't have the time available to try and figure it out. Now more than ever, even though it feels like we might have more time at home, it's just that we are bombarded by messages and information and distractions and being pulled into a million different directions that it makes it very challenging to figure out how to move forward in doing certain things. And the easier and the simpler you can make it so that it feels really like it's step by step, it's going to make it very easy for folks to say yes. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples from my own business, and then we're going to talk about number four and five in two quick secs. So when I first started my business, and I still have this freebie resource for you today, 
it was a major pain point and it still is a major pain point for the folks that I serve. The free resource that I created was how to turn I can't afford it into sign me up with the three specific strategies and exact words that you could use on a sales conversation or in a sales presentation in order to overcome and combat this dreaded pricing objection. Nobody wants to hear I can't afford it. And in fact, most of my clients have heard it or they are afraid to hear it. They don't want to hear it when they're spending time with their potential clients and customers. And as a result, that free offer got a lot of interest and it still gets a lot of interest even now. Now, the reason why I offered that is because as a sales strategist and an expert in selling, especially conversational and relationship-based sales, I know that my ideal clients should or need to have conversations with their customers. They're selling something at a higher price point that requires some sort of conversation. It has some complexity to it and it requires some sort of discussion. And as a result, the thing that I help them with is how to have better conversions on those conversations. That is a big chunk of how I support my clients, uh, regardless of whether we're doing uh, one of my coaching programs or services like in Sales Mastery Society or Sell With More Ease or at a higher, higher level uh, private consulting or coaching relationship during a sales audit or supporting their sales teams. As a result, you can see that these two offers are directly related, right? If you're struggling with pricing objections, I can give you some initial responses that will help you here and now, and then I can give you a sales script, a sales audit, I can break it down step-by-step step for you, I can help you to identify what kind of leads need to be actually on those sales calls with you. So there's a lot more that's involved than just that one piece, and it is directly related to what I also do in a paid capacity. They are aligned. Now, the immediate next step for most people that take that free offer is an opportunity to get my exact sales call script bundle. So they will get uh, the sales formula of what exactly they need to say so that they can uh, try to eliminate as many of those objections as possible. How to handle those objections, including I can't afford it, but everything else that's tends to come up during sales conversations, there's an opportunity for people to purchase that immediately after they get this free resource. So again, directly aligned and very congruent. Now, I didn't always have this immediate offer. I was initially just getting people to go onto the phone call with me so that they can talk about their objections and how I might be able to help them. Again, directly related, very congruent. And that freebie uh, converted extremely well for me when I was opening up my calendar to have those sales calls. And it still converts for that next offer for clients who are interested in it. So number four that I see happening over and over again, which prevents you from actually being able to convert as many leads as you want into paying customers is that you forget to ask you simply don't build it into your funnel. So you're giving them the free resource, but you actually never tell people how you want them to work with you, what the next step might look like. You don't give them an opportunity to give you money. You don't give yourself an opportunity to give them more help and support 
through a paid service, an offer, a program, a product that you might have available for them to purchase from you. You need to ask them. You need to give them the opportunity to actually do what you want them to do. So that is number four. And then the fifth one is to share proof because some folks are gonna need a little bit more information. Now, I'm gonna tell you that if you have done a really good job of speaking the language of your, your market, of your best clients, that you have picked a major pain point and that it is congruent to your paid offer, you don't need to have pages and pages and pages of testimonials. In fact, I, I did not, uh, I still don't. I still don't share a lot of information about my clients because my clients, to be frank, are very private. And it's not because they don't get results. It's just simply because most of them come to me knowing that I'm going to uh, maintain their privacy. I'm going to respect the results that we're creating. And that because I speak their language, they know that I'm an expert and that I can produce what I, I need for them in terms of results. Now, oftentimes you are your best case study or testimonial. And even if you only have one story to share, I want you to keep sharing that over and over and over again, because if it highlights the key things that the pain point that your ideal client wants to get rid of, that is enough. And I think sometimes we get so bogged down with, I just simply don't have enough proof. I don't have enough credentials. I don't have enough case studies. I'm just starting out or I've been doing this for a long time, but maybe you like me don't have clients or you have clients that want to maintain their privacy and don't want to share openly and outwardly uh, all over the rooftops, right? And it's not because you don't do a good job. It's simply because the nature of the work that you do means that they would rather not share that like all of that information out there. Share proof, even if it's just one piece. That's what I did. I shared my story. I shared the transformation that I went through. I started to share uh, some of my clients that would allow me to share their stories. I would then start sharing some of those. But I'm going to tell you that you don't have to share as much as you think. You simply need to pick the one that resonates the most with that pain point. And you need to make sure that you share as much of it as you possibly can in order to help put your ideal clients at ease that you do know what you're talking about and that you can produce the results, the transformation that you are talking about as well, right? You, we can't always guarantee a result. That's not up to you. You are co-creating with your clients and with the leads that are coming through your sales funnel. But what you can do is give them the opportunity to get access to that. So please make sure that you ask. Please make sure that you give an invitation so that they can purchase your programs, your products and services, and that you are telling them what that transformation is going to look like with a real life example, even if that is you. You are your best case study and it still counts, okay? So these five things, I promise, if you take a look at your sales funnel right now and you investigate whether or not you have included each of these different pieces. Now, I'm not gonna go into the tactical piece, right? Of like how you set up a sales funnel, the technical pieces and all of those, those things there. There's lots of courses and YouTube videos. And if there's enough interest, you know, I can always uh, do something for you here. But inside of Sales Mastery Society, we break down all of the tactical and strategic pieces 
as well. For today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you understand that it is not rocket science to have a fully converting sales funnel. And that no matter where you are in your journey or in your business success, it does not have to be complicated and it does not have to be overly difficult to have leads consistently turning into paying clients at the level that you want. If you are starting to pour gas, like if you want to use ads or any other sort of traffic source and you don't have your funnel dialed in, it is not going to be fruitful. It is not going to be a good use of your time or your effort or your resources. And so I really want to make sure that you understand that these five components will allow you to set up virtually any type of sales funnel that you could possibly want in your business and ensure that it is going to be successful in generating the kinds of results that you wanna see in your business. Now, if you wanna dive in deeper, if you need some help and support into how to set up your very own sales funnel so that it will consistently help you to create leads and turn them into paying clients, I'm gonna invite you to come and join us inside of salesmasterysociety.com. The link will be down below for you where Every single day and every single week, I review clients' sales funnels, their email sequences, their offers, their packages, their pricing, all of the different components that go into really making your sales funnel as successful as possible so that you are having a constant flow of leads that turn into paying customers. And I would love to have you if it serves you. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you again on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.